1: Hey, what's up guys? This is Akrashik from Akrashik.com. Look, if you really want to learn how to network like I do, you should be listening to Build Your Network with my good friend, Travis Chappell.
0: But first, Build Your Network is supported by CastBox, the fastest-growing, highest-rated podcast app on iOS and Android. CastBox has over 50 million free episodes that more than 10 million users download and listen to wherever, whenever. And now, for all Build Your Network listeners, once you've downloaded the CastBox app, click Go Premium and enter promo code 90DAYS to get three free months of premium features. Head on over to the App Store or Google Play Store to download CastBox now. And now let's go ahead and chat with today's guest, Akbar Sheikh. Akbar used to be homeless living in his birthplace, San Francisco. He says he should have died in the hospital from partying too much, but now he's clean and lives life abundantly. He lost 50 pounds, quit smoking, and renounced his title as the fast-food junkie king of the East. After getting some training from seven-figure earners, Akbar became a member of the coveted two-comma club by building a funnel that made over seven figures in sales. He's recently built out five seven-figure funnels for clients, and now he helps others do the same. Akbar, thanks so much for coming to the show today, man. Really excited to have you. Why don't you go ahead and expound on that intro a little bit and uh, tell us more about yourself. Hey, man. Yeah, thanks for
1: having me. Gosh, it's been a crazy ride, man. I've been – I just kind of got into the game recently, to be honest with you. And It's been a pretty wild year, actually, as I reflect on the year. It's been pretty cool being able to help all these people. We've helped – you mentioned the seven-figure stuff. We've also helped like four follows hit six figures – we have also gotten a, a childhood dream came true of becoming a number one international bestseller. We were on some really great podcasts like, like this one right here. I did my first ever speaking engagement with Shared the Stage with Kevin Harrington of Shark Tank. So we did a lot of cool things. More importantly than all that, though, I mean, those are kind of like a lot of personal outlines. But most importantly, honestly, way more importantly than all that is we've been able to help a lot of people, both A, but just. You see, entrepreneurs are inherently good people, and I feel that when they get revenue, they like to take a portion of that and give it to their families, communities, and favorite charities, Mm -hmm. hence making the world a better place. So, you know, we've been helping people get more revenue. In essence, that's our way of really helping the world be a, a better place. On a personal note, we've been able to actually give the gift of vision to a lot of blind children by paying for their surgeries. We've been able to adopt a lot of orphans. We've been able to help build a well in Africa. You know, We've been able to do a lot of cool things yeah. on that. Um,
0: so it's been a fulfilling – it's been a busy year, but it's been a, it's been a fulfilling year. Yeah, that's a – I mean just reading off part, some of the bio and stuff, there's just so much there that I'm sure people are really wanting to know about. Can you give us just like a two-minute breakdown of exactly like what these last few years have looked like for you? I mean,
1: this is the year that really changed everything. This is the year that we really kind of like catapulted. I mean, I just got online, actually. You know, I just kind of got on Facebook. We went from zero friends to 5,000 friends. We just kind of started. This is kind of the year where like I've decided to help as many people as possible. So just kind of sitting behind the scenes and just doing my own thing real quietly. So, you know, we're really here to help entrepreneurs break through because they work so hard and they want to do good in the world and really we're the backbone of society. Yeah. I mean, we really helped make the world go round.
0: You mentioned something about Facebook. I was actually in the audience at the event that you spoke at and you did a fantastic job. And I don't think we talked a couple of times over there as well, but you did a fantastic job. And there's one thing I really want you to kind of talk into. And that was that you had a consulting funnel that you built up that did over half a million dollars this year, without spending a single dime in Facebook ads or YouTube ads, like no ad spend at all. And it did over half a million dollars. And I loved the strategy that you took as far as like making your personal Facebook profile more like a billboard for what you do and make it easy for people and go in Facebook groups. Can you talk into that really quick and just give people out there that just don't have the extra income to dump into $20,000 in Facebook ads? How can they make money on those types of platforms in 2018?
1: Honestly, man, like, yeah, you could totally do seven figures organically without spending a dime on traffic. There's no doubt about that. There's no question at all about that.
0: What's a super practical way that you can do that? The thing is this, right? The
1: formula is pretty simple, right? You have to pick one thing, you know, whatever that is, copywriting, traffic, chat bots, funnels, SEO, Facebook ads, whatever it is, right? You got to pick one thing, and you just got to be awesome at it. And either A, you're already awesome at it, or B, if you're not, it's pretty easy to become awesome at it. You just need to study it and learn from the best people in that industry. Buy their courses, get their coaching. You know, read about it and uh, implement it. You can actually become awesome at something very quickly if you work at it. Once you become awesome at it and you get results from it a little bit, you simply go and give value and teach, actually, without any strings attached, without any agenda, just with a a big heart, and you just go out there into different Facebook groups that align with your skill set that the people want to learn what you're teaching. And you simply teach. And the law of reciprocity is that people will feel indebted to you, they will magnetically be attracted to you, they will want to follow you, they will want to listen to you and eventually after they like and trust you, they will want to buy from you as they look at you as an authority and someone who's at a phase where they want to be. From a 30,000-foot view, that, that's really what the formula looks like.
0: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I love so much of that because it goes back to putting in the actual work. Instead, of, I feel like a lot of people online really want to just see like, hey, let's make some money quick type thing and they want to kind of cheat the system by – putting $20,000 in Facebook ads. But if you just do it this way without spending any money, just going in, spending time in different Facebook groups. And then what happens is people will start to engage on the post that you just put in there and they'll respond to a question that you asked, or they will like a comment that you put in there. And anybody that engages with you in those groups, you know that they're interested in what you do because they wouldn't have engaged in your post otherwise. And it's usually in a group with a bunch of other people that you know are pretty much interested in what you do. So then when you you know, engage with these people, they will be able to click on your profile and then come and see your cover photo, your profile picture, your description of what you do. Can you talk, Akbar, a little bit more about what it is specifically people should and should not have on their Facebook profile? Absolutely. Here's the problem. <laughs>
1: People, for example, are selling we'll say podcasting for example, right? Somebody will have a service of so like, hey, we can get you on podcasts, right? You go to their Facebook wall and you'll see like their introduction, it will say, Hey, I'm a cat lover. Or hey, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Yeah. Or hey, I'm a foodie. Or hey, I'm a world traveler, right? I mean you see these cheese ball statements that are completely useless, right? <laughs> traveler foodie I mean literally meaningless literally meaningless I don't know people are just trying to be cool or whatever it is but here's the thing when someone's checking out your profile think about it from just from a logical point of view a very simplistic caveman kind of view why is someone checking out your profile they're interested in you they want to see what you're about and nobody cares that you're a foodie and nobody cares that you travel and you love cats it's literally meaningless it's click next. I've lost interest. Right. You actually need a disservice to yourself by putting that generic elevator music, as I like to call it. What you need to do is very quickly and succinctly highlight what it is that you offer. What is the essence? So check this out. I get people on top podcasts quickly. Yeah. And Oh, okay, cool. All right. Nice. That's what I need. I want to be on podcasts and I want to get on quickly. Okay, that's exactly what I want. Click. And go check out this guy's website or whatever. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And then also, if what is your Facebook profile, Akbar? Is it just Akbar Sheikh? If you go type it in a search bar, yeah, yeah, just my name. Yeah, highly recommend if you're sitting there and you want to see an example of what this looks like, go check out Akbar's Facebook profile. Like you said, he went from zero to five thousand maxed out friends list this year. And he has a pretty engaged following, active following of people who follow the material that he puts out. And his Facebook profile is a fantastic billboard of exactly what he does. So when you go check out Akbar Sheik's Facebook profile, you know exactly what Akbar Sheikh does. Because it says right there his name next to a profile picture. His profile pictures of him holding the Two Comma Club Award that he got from ClickFunnels. And then the cover photo is another picture of him, and he's pointing over to the caption that basically says, I help build seven-figure sales funnels. And so when you go to his Facebook, there's no doubt in your mind exactly what he does and if he can help you. And if that's something that you're interested in, then you're just going to go friend him and then start engaging on his posts, and then that will drive more traffic to that site completely for free just because you went and added value to other people. So, so much stuff there, Akbar, that that I took away from your talk. And that's why I wanted to go into it because I think too many people are bypassing the whole idea of making money for free because they feel like they have to go spend money immediately to make some money. So I I really wanted to make sure we highlighted that. Yeah, absolutely. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need a hire, you need Indeed. So anyway, we're gonna go ahead and shift the conversation here, talk a little bit more about relationships and how to exactly go about creating the right relationships in your life and in your professional career, and how that helps and everything like that. So let me ask you this, Akbar: Do you believe that what you know or who you know is more important, and why?
1: It's just a great question. Here's the thing that I've really, I really—I mean, you hear people say this, right? Like, you are who you surround yourself with, right? If you hang out with a dude who works in coal mines all day, you're going to be dirty. You know, if you hang out with a guy who owns a perfume shop, you're going to smell nice. You know what I mean? You really are who you hang out with. Mm -hmm. And I take a look back at my life and it's just like when I was not successful, I was surrounded by like these losers who were just kind of like partying all the time, not really taking life seriously. Yeah, just like to sit around and have coffee and talk smack. You know what I mean? Right. You know, it wasn't until I started surrounding myself with some big players that they elevate you, you know, you you always want to do that. Right. Right. you know, I joined Russell Brunson's Inner Circle for that reason. I'm actually not a car guy, to be honest with you. I'm not like a flashy guy. I'm not, you know, one of those guys you see with the Ferrari and, and 10 women. But I actually recently bought a Bentley, and I really actually didn't want to just because I'm not that guy. But the reason I bought it, actually, was because a guy told me, he said, hey, you should buy this because a guy I really respect, actually Ryan Stearman, a lot of people might know him. He told me, he said, hey, man, you should get it because you know what? You can get into these exotic car clubs and they're kind of like country clubs and a lot of super successful entrepreneurs hang out there Yeah, and great networking opportunity and you can make some great connections. Hmm. I mean, i put it to this way. I know the value of that so much that I actually bought a Bentley. Yeah. Just, I mean, I really just for that. In 2018, I'm planning on spending a lot of money on hanging out with people higher than me. And you know, some people might be listening to this and be like, well, dude, I can't go do this. And you know, I can't go spend a ton of money to, to join a, an inner circle or I can't go buy a Bentley. But it all – what you need to understand is like that journey starts from day one, right? right? So like when I was homeless and I joined the internet business, you know, one of my mentors was a seven-figure earner. And that's just a mentor of the business I joined. So you can align yourself with mentors very quickly and pretty affordably actually. Yeah. So you start somewhere you know you might want to start wherever you are you start a little bit above that level and you keep working your way up i mean i'm talking about buying bentleys and joining you know 100,000 dollar masterminds i was homeless a little while ago right. so it's like you got to work your way up to that but that's the key is you got to start with this mentality from day 1 and start making these exact moves that i'm making you got to make them too just at whatever level you're at and i'm sure there's people listening who are at a much higher level than me But they do the
0: same thing. They're hanging out with people who elevate them. Right, right. Would you say that most of what you know about building funnels and like your core skill set, would you say most of what you know was taught to you by another individual? Honestly, like, you know, the value of just going to like a conference
1: or a workshop or reading a book. Like I can pinpoint one conference that I went to in England and it was like not expensive at all. The knowledge I got from that one little conference, it's unbelievable how that's helped me up until today. Now, that's a good point. Like, right now, there's weekend masterminds you can go to, it's $18,000, right? Mm-hmm. And you learn the two things, and that makes sense for me. But that obviously didn't make sense for me when I was broke. So I started going to the cheaper ones, and there's great ones right now. It's just a couple hundred dollars. You, know, mm-hmm. you go to conferences. Or I'll tell you what's even Listen, you can pick up any book for like 20 bucks and if you actually read it and implement it, that book could actually be the most underrated, highest ROI investment
0: on the planet
1: actually if you really think about
0: it. Yeah, I totally agree. So for someone out there that's like, okay… I'm kind of in the same spot as you were. Like I'm pretty much flat broke. Maybe they're not homeless, but they're living paycheck to paycheck. They don't have any money in savings. They don't have money to invest in some of these huge masterminds or whatever. How were you able to attract your first mentor when you were completely broke and trying to get to the next level?
1: That's the thing, right? I mean, it totally depends what industry you're in as well. You have to figure out like what do you want to learn? I'll give you an example. You want to talk about seven-figure earners. You can get, you can get trained. Let's just say you're in sales, for example. You can get sales training for free from seven-figure earners. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how I used to do it when I was broke. I used to watch late-night QVC. Mm. I used to sit there and just watch QVC and I would just watch the best of the best <laughs> and sell. You know what I mean? And I would sit there and I would just take notes and I would pay glaring attention and I would just take notes. Yeah. Yeah. I was like that in school, too. Like, I never really did a lot of homework or a lot of studying, but I sat in the front row, and I looked with laser focus right at the teacher, and I very intently listened. Hmm. And I took notes. I didn't really do much after that. Like, I didn't really go home and study a lot, but... That strategy alone, I did all right in school, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, well, I think that that just shows one unique ability that I think is pretty much a common denominator across the board with most entrepreneurs I talk to is the ability to solve problems, the resourcefulness that it takes for you to sit there and be like, okay, I don't have the money to even go buy a book right now, even though it is only 20 bucks. Like I'm trying to eat tomorrow. So I don't have that money, but what I do have is some time on my hands. So I'm going to go watch QVC for hours on end, which is not something that's like a really great form of entertainment (laughs) and take notes on different calls to action and different psychology tactics that they use in what they say on the infomercials and on the shopping channel and, and all the different little lines that they throw out there and the tips and the tricks. And after watching hours and hours of that, I'm sure you could really, really start to spot patterns in what each product had to say, what their calls to action were, and how they got you to pick up the phone and dial or go to the website and order or whatever it might have been. And then now when you build those funnels, now it's just almost like a second language to you, which is the psychology of copywriting, which is a huge part of why most people's funnels are unsuccessful. Is that right? People's messaging is generally off. Generally, copywriting is an
1: art, it is a skill, and it takes a while to hone in and craft. But yeah, generally,
0: people's copies is is pretty lousy. And what would you recommend for somebody that is like, yeah, that's me. Raise my hand. I know I'm really lousy at this. What would be the best practices for them to be better at copywriting?
1: I'll I'll tell you. uh, Also, to go back to that note real quick on problem solving. And again, going back to stages, right? Like, yeah. Okay. For example, when I was homeless, it cost $2,000 to join an online business. I didn't have any money. It was a problem. I had to solve it. I sold my last possession, which was my car, and which was worth $2,000. That was how I solved the problem. Hmm. And so things were pretty desolate you know, at that point, but I was solving problems. Now I'm still solving problems, but they're different problems. Right. You know? right. And the problem, for example, the problem I have right now, which really shouldn't even... I've hired a full-time content producer, and I'm currently on a, got an extended... I'm currently staying in Australia for several weeks, in Sydney, and I'm flying him over here to stay with me for a few weeks mm-hmm. so we can work together. And one of the problems we're having is accommodation. We can't seem to get him any good accommodation. But you see, you see it's a pretty interesting problem. I mean, first of all, A, I went for, you go from homeless to being able to afford a full time employee, then flying him over C is just to hang out and work with you. It's a good progression. Right. You know? Right. And so that's really my point to people is like start off wherever you're at. But, if you're not growing and you're not scaling, you're doing it wrong. Hmm. You know and that I mean, I'm not here to like talk about like all my success. It's really about how to help people get to where they want to go, right? And it's really about staying consistent and making sure you're scaling. I just talked to someone today, did pretty well, did six figures two years ago. But the last year did six figures again, the same pretty much the same amount of money. That's not good. They're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, the scaling. I mean, you should literally be growing constantly. I mean, every week should be a growth, a little growth bump. Continuing just to up-level yourself. You really have to. Really, actually, a daily basis, truthfully.
0: What's been the timeline for you, Akbar? So how long ago were you homeless to the point now where you're running multiple seven-figures-a-year businesses? To be honest with you, I have to really think. I have to ask my
1: brother, who was actually homeless with me, when was that? A couple of years ago, I, I mean, I really have to sit down and think about it. by how many? It was it was, a, it was recent. It was just a couple of years ago. That homeless period's a little hazy to me. <laughs> <Sometimes> <laughs> I can remember. I'll put it to this way, man. It doesn't take long once you flip your switch, man. It doesn't take long. The amount that you can do in a year is unbelievable. Right? It's just right. unbelievable. I mean, you could literally live a lifetime. And again, when I talk about me and my stuff, it's not about me, right? I'm just right. right showing people what's possible Mm -hmm. and what I've done in this year is literally a lifetime in actually, the majority of internet marketers Hmm. so that's really what you can do in a year right you really can just completely transform your life and the lives of many others
0: and that was really my whole point in asking the question is so people understand that like you weren't homeless like you know a decade ago this was something that was very recent in your past. And this is something that once you decided that that's not how you wanted to be anymore, you switched, did a complete 180, and started going in this direction. And now it's been only a couple of years yeah. since that point, but you are at the point where you are continuously, continuously up-leveling yourself to where, you know, the first thousand dollars you made was awesome. And then it was 10,000, then it was a hundred thousand, then it was a million. And now like shooting for those higher numbers, uh, you know, in 2018, which I'm sure that you'll be hitting By this time next year, we'll probably have a conversation about your eight-figure business, which you basically almost have right now. And so having that continuous up-leveling to the point where it's just exponential growth is so crucial. I think so many people miss out on that. Do you think that that comes from a place of mindset, Akbar? Like people just don't think it's possible to grow that quickly, so they don't shoot for that? I'll tell you something very interesting. My brother was living in that. Office with me in the back
1: of an office building with no shower, no hot water, no showers, no windows. Uh, he was homeless with me as well. You see, here's the thing. I actually never really started seeing success until I changed who I was as a person. Hmm. My life was totally messed up. I was overweight. I was in a terrible relationship. I wasn't spiritual. I didn't really have a why. My, my, all this caused poor mental health as well. I was off all my orbs. Right. It wasn't until I fixed all that, until I started seeing success. Mm. And what's interesting is when I started seeing success, my brother was still kind of in that negative kind of space. Yeah. Where he had he was going through similar problems as me. He was overweight, mental issues because of that. All that didn't really have a why. It wasn't very spiritual. Actually, pretty much the exact same thing. He has actually since in, actually within the past year fixed up a lot of that mm-hmm. he's actually lost 50 pounds as well wow and now he is actually really running a multi-million dollar company uh-huh. yes same thing and if you notice the commonality we had to get ourselves right first from the inside out before because yeah. you know business and life man the truth is i don't care what anyone says like the truth is they blend yeah yeah, you know, they really blend. So, if you're the way you do one thing, is the way you do everything. If your personal life is off, your business is going to be off.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So, basically, once you figured out that, like, hey, I got to get all this stuff right first, that's when the business side also started to take off.
1: Absolutely correct. Was that
0: a lot of just like reading or was it like reading, you know, mentorship and uh, masterminds, networking? Like what exactly did that look like for you, like changing the person that you were? Was it a mindset? What exactly did that look like?
1: It definitely changed my mindset where I have – well, a couple – well, my mindset has been evolving, right? And actually what's interesting is if you really want to get, you get technical about it, the mind and the body are connected, right? So mind was cluttered once i got my body healthy by losing 50 pounds which i just did i'm not into all this like keto diet and this diet and that diet. And all these fads it's all just to make money by the way i just did a plain simple organic whole food diet which is really just more of a lifestyle change really yeah diets The word diet is a bit of an oxymoron. Diets don't work. Lifestyle changes work.
0: Right. I'm in the exact same boat, by the way. I lost 50 pounds in the last year or so myself. Same exact thing. I tried diet after diet and you lose 20 pounds and gain back 20 pounds or you lose 10 pounds and gain back 20 pounds. (laughs) And Yeah, you're totally right. A diet is just a bunch of nonsense. It's got to be a lifestyle change if you really want it to last. But anyway, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead.
1: No, no, no. That's totally fine. So yeah, yeah. Listen, it's got to be totally – so I lost the weight. And then I got rid of my toxic, you know, relationship. I was in a relationship with someone that I really shouldn't have been in. And, you know, a lot of times, a lot of people get stuck in this where people get into relationships and they just, they keep trying to make it work and you really shouldn't. So that dragged on and I cut that relationship off. So then my mental space became clear. And when your body is right, then your mind becomes right. Then I started getting more spiritual, which molecular level changes people. So it's all interconnected. You see what I'm saying? So it wasn't so much like I had to go to masterminds. I mean, it's pretty simple to fix yourself, frankly. Hmm. It's just the number one tool you need is really just discipline.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Man, there's so much good stuff here, bro. Like we could talk about this for a really long time. But we got to move on to something I like to call the random round. Just a few really quick random questions with some quick random answers. Ready? Shoot. This is the random round. What profession other than your own do you think it would be fun to attempt? I wanted to be a lawyer. If you could what? sit on a park bench with someone, past or present, and talk to them for an hour, who would it be and why? You, you might think I want to meet someone in
1: business, but that's not really the case because everything that you need to know about business is already out there. I would try to meet some of the more pious, humble people in our history hmm. and sit with them And learn about piety and how to truly be humble and how to truly put others first. You know, I'm talking about people like Gandhi and, you know, of that caliber. I think
0: I would benefit the most from that. How do you like to consume content the best? Books, blogs, or podcasts?
1: When I'm putting my daughter to sleep, I got my headphones on listening to a podcast when I am... Traveling or in bed, I like to read. When I'm at my desk, I'll watch some YouTube videos or some course videos.
0: What's one of your favorite books that you've read recently?
1: Obviously, anything by Joseph Sugarman. It's all about copy.
0: Give us a glimpse of your morning routine.
1: Well, I pray again. The first thing I try to do is pray. I try to hydrate, drink some water. That's very important. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, I'm actually working on that, man. It's kind of messy right now because I got two kids, and I got to take them to school. And frankly, I'm not. I don't really have a great morning routine right now. The one thing that I do consistently is praying, and also making sure to eat a healthy, hmm. you know, hydrating and eating well. Honestly, that is something that I am working on to improve as an entrepreneur and as like as a human being. It's kind of like a roller coaster journey, right? Sometimes you're on, sometimes you're not. Right. I've had phenomenal morning routines. I've had times where I've just like it's been screwed up. Right now, at this moment in time, it's kind of screwed up, but. It, <laughs> Working on, on rehashing that. I actually just bought a course on that to kind of rehash and re educate myself on that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's one of the things I'm trying to really revamp in 2018 myself. I just bought a couple books on it recently and read through them, trying to make sure that I have a, a solid way to start the day. So we're in the same boat on that one, bro. I'll, I'll uh, shoot you a message at the end of January and see how you're doing. What is your go to pump up song? I don't really
1: do it anymore, to be honest with you. I used to – I actually – funny enough, I really like dance music. I don't really have one at the moment. I, back in the day, it was probably like Eminem. What are you not very good at? Balance. These days, work-life, personal balance is something I'm probably terrible at. All
0: right. So we get everything wrapped up here, Akbar. What is one place online that will be able to find you the most? Really, you just go to my
1: website which is my name.com, A-K-B-A-R-S-H-E-I-K-H.com. I got my masterclass over there that, that shows people how we've been able to help build five, seven-figure funnels. I encourage people to follow me on Facebook too. I, I do some Facebook Lives and I try to give a lot of value.
0: Perfect. We'll head on over to akbarshik.com. Um, all this stuff will be in the show notes. To find more about Akbar, follow him on Facebook. Go check out his profile and do exactly what he has on his for you. Really appreciate you coming on the show here. Akbar, I had a great time talking with you
1: yeah man i appreciate it thanks so much for having me looking forward to coming back that's all for this episode of build your network your next step is to visit byn.media
0: slash fb to join in on our facebook group for more personal engagement proven strategies and tactics to reach your ultimate goals that's byn.media forward slash fb remember you're only one connection away